Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Reclaimed Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Elise, just a black girl out here trying to help everyone do better, including and especially herself. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the show. Thank you guys so much for listening and for tuning in. Thank you for your likes, your shares, your subscribes. Um, y'all are super dope, and I sincerely appreciate you. Um, so we have a show today. We're going to talk about some things. So let's go ahead and dive into the church announcements. Let the people of the reclaim say amen. Glad to be here, say amen again. And say amen one more time if you really like the show. We're glad that y'all here today, and these will be your church announcements. Okay, this week's church announcements. Um, I don't think I want to talk about that. I was going to talk about Kim Kardashian's new body makeup, um, and that it literally is body paint, and it literally looks like blackface on her. But I feel like we can move along to things that are more important, but you get the point. So, Nike's back in the news. Not sure you heard, friends. But, yes, Nike is back in the news uh, for pulling a sneaker design that was originally intended to launch on Independence Day. These sneakers, I believe they were red, white, and blue, and they featured the original flag uh, believed to have been created by Betsy Ross and maybe a few other folk. but those sneakers were pulled. Uh, And the reason being is that Nike had a conversation with one Colin Kaepernick. Now you guys know how I feel about Colin Kaepernick. I talked about it um, a few shows ago. Um, And you guys know how I feel about Nike. I feel like, yeah, they're, they're doing the things over there. So Nike pulls the sneakers um, after they talked to Colin Kaepernick because Colin expressed that you know when that specific flag was designed I know it's we're here to celebrate independence and stuff like that but when that flag was was designed and the declaration of independence was signed um and you know the all all that stuff from the quote-unquote founding fathers yeah a good portion of them owned people that looked like me owned them owned them like they were their property so this whole mythological story book way that we paint you know we paint American history especially during the founding years yeah that that that's not the reality that's nowhere near the reality and that's especially nowhere near the reality for people of color for black folk um who were considered property considered property in fact one of them was a was was sleeping with a a very young very 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 young black girl um you know so, yeah, I'm sure a slew of them were because, you know, black people weren't people. They were property at the time. And that's gross and that sucks. And that's called pedophilia and rape. And, yeah, your founding fathers are problematic. But that's not the only reason why that design was pulled. Because, you know, there was a lot of problematic things that happened back then. Um, Betsy Ross is not the problem. Uh, the flag itself is not the problem. The real problem that certain folk are just ignoring, which I will get to in a minute, is that this flag is not so much in the past, but currently 
right now as of 2019 as in the picture was taken several pictures were taken this year and materials were collected this year that this flag is being used now by the Ku Klux Klan and by other white supremacist hate groups this is happening this is actually happening right right now and Nike was smart to say hey you know what we don't want a co-opted symbol of hate on our shoes we don't want that not to mention, you know, the fact that, you know, flag decorum dictates that, you know, you're not supposed to wear the flag at all. So for all of you, all you babes out there with your stars and stripes bikini, you're, you're breaking decorum. You're disrespecting the flag, you know, as they say, they would say to Colin Kaepernick as he knelt uh, in silent but reverent and respectful protest for police brutality during the national anthem and had nothing to do with the flag, the troops. Um, the anthem, yeah, because that anthem is trash. It talks about murdering black people. Um, look up the lyrics if you don't know. But yeah. So your conservative favorites had some feelings about this. Uh, while Colin Kaepernick warned Nike about the flag specifically because it drew attention to an era where slavery was in practice, um, people were rebuking Nike for doing that. Uh, Arizona, Arizona's governor, Doug Ducey? Doug Douchey. All right, Doug Douchey. <laughs> That's not his real name, guys. But that, that person, uh, he tweeted on Monday that he would withdraw the tax in incentives that had been offered to Nike um, to start a plant in his state. Meanwhile, uh, Senator Ted Cruz of Texas uh, reacted angrily um, in a whole thread, which I'm not really going to share, but the whole point is that he said something that Nike wants to only sell its shoes to people who hate America, the American flag, which if you were paying attention, it's not about the flag. It's never been about the flag. It's about what the flag represents. It's never been about the flag. We could give, we could care less about the stars and the stripes. It's more about who was rocking them and what they're doing, i.e. extremists and supremists and terrorists. If you have a real problem, if you have a sincere problem with this withdrawal, A, you didn't do your research. B, again, probably, yeah, do your research. And C, <laughs> just, just do your research. Just do your research, friends. Um, it's not about the flag. It's never been about the flag. It's never, ever, ever been about the flag. And it's, it's about the, the groups that have co-opted it. So if you have a beef about this, like, just say that you don't like Colin Kaepernick. Just say that you're a racist and you're a bigot and we can just move on. Because I'm exhausted with everyone who pretends to be this accept, like, this person. You know, I'm not racist, but, you know, things like that. Like, I'm so sick of it. Like, just stand up in your racism. Like, say what you want about extremists and terrorists. At least they're honest about their hatred. Now, you know, they get shunned and canceled and, you know, lose their livelihood and stuff like that, which is the cost you pay for being the human version of garbage. But, hey, at least they're honest about it. <laughs> Unlike some certain cowards who like to say, oh, you hate the flag. Oh, you're disrespectful to the veterans. No, it has nothing to do with either of those. <laughs> so that's that on that. Um, uh... California's governor, Gavin Newsom, actually welcomed Nike to his state. He said, we're just a quick jaunt over the border from Arizona. 
Uh, thank you for doing the right thing. California is open for business and welcomes those that represent the best of our American values. I actually think it's more patriotic that they would, they would even, first of all, listen to a man of color, a man who has been standing up for human rights and has been awarded for doing so by the global community. So you have to figure out which side of history do you want to stand on. You know, the people who were standing up against Martin King and Medgar Evers and Malcolm X look real stupid right now. <laughs> They're on the wrong side of history, especially because, you know, Martin King, he has a full day dedicated to him. Can you imagine, like, being one of those douchey, like, just jerks standing up on the wrong side of history? And, you know, with, with social media now, all people have to do is a quick scroll back to see. Maybe not so quick. But once you put things on the Internet, they're there forever. And guess what? There goes your racism. It's all right there. It will be discovered and probably put in someone's historical blog or news or book. So might as well just stand up in it so we can just move along. All right, that's it for the church announcements this week. Let's get to the mess and the message. Unforgettable. That's what you are. Unforgettable. You just listened to (laughs) the lovely and incomparable Hallie Bailey of Chloe and Hallie singing Unforgettable. Yeah, she sings and she sings it down. Now, why am I playing Halle Bailey singing a song um, on this podcast? Well, this week, before I get into that, Disney, I need to apologize to you. I was rude. I was very, very rude to you uh, last week when you guys finished up the wrap-up rant uh, with the, yeah, I kept saying stop it with the live-action movies, stop it with... um, just stop it. <laughs> Just stop it uh, with the remakes. However, you decided that you wanted me not to be rude by picking this lovely, wonderful brown woman to play the part of the Little Mermaid. And now I stand. Now I am your fan. Now I'm a friend. Now I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is awesome. Yep. I am down for this. Let's go, Disney. So I wanted to apologize. Uh <laughs> So yes, Disney is making the live action version of The Little Mermaid and has chosen none other than Miss Hallie to play the namesake character Ariel. And yeah, this is awesome. For those who are unfamiliar with uh, Hallie or Chloe and Hallie, uh, these are two young women who are Beyonce's protégés. And they also play roles on free for free 
forms. I don't know why I can't speak today. Free forms, grownish, uh, with Yara Shahidi. And yeah, these girls sing down. They act well. They are cool. <laughs> way cooler than I will ever be and I just enjoy their music so much um did you hear that acapella child when I say they could sing they could sing and so when you hear a voice like that it sounds like a Disney princess it sounds like it sounds like how I would imagine a walking Ariel would sound um and so I'm really, really excited for this film. Uh, one of the producers and also one of the co- um, the people co-producing the music is Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, for those who are unfamiliar with him, he also produced the music for Moana and, you know, a little play called Hamilton. Um, <laughs> Melissa, McCarth- Melissa McCarthy is actually rumored to play Ursula. I think they're still in talks, um, which, you know, I love Melissa McCarthy. Like, I don't even want to joke. I don't even want to hold you. I know she would play this role down. Um, I was really rooting for Lizzo. I don't know why. Like, first of all, I just, I feel like she would play the role. I feel like she would do well. I feel like she would represent, I feel like she would add a little something to the character of Ursula. I would just really, I don't know. I would really like to see that. So maybe consider Lizzo for something else. You know, like maybe a muse on um, Hercules. That would be cool. Yeah. There's so many women you could have at the muses uh, for Hercules. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the Little Mermaid right now. And this is probably one of my favorite uh, elements about this movie that's coming out. Aquafina is going to play Scuttle, you guys. How flipping funny is this going to be? This is going to be so funny. I love Aquafina. I just want to listen to her talk about anything. She can talk about the weather and it'll be funny. Um, and this pick has garnered a lot of attention. I guess that's a nice way of putting it. But I ton of fan art has come out there's been really beautiful pieces of Hallie as uh the little mermaid with those dreads that she has being dip dyed red and swirling around in the ocean and oh just beautiful just sounds so cool um there's also been a little chat little talk about other people who could potentially play certain roles um someone said michael b jordan should play uh prince eric which swoon 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 but i don't i don't know if that's i don't know i i I feel like he might be a little too not a little too old necessarily because he's like what 31 but you know our girl our main character is 19 so this would feel a little strange uh there's some other capable people who could play it but you know who would be real a really interesting pick i've seen photos and mock-ups of idris alba as king triton which would be really cool or winston duke because my god my god but i don't know i don't know they could just totally cinderella's um um what is that girl's name? Brandy. Remember when Brandy pr- pr- played Cinderella? And there was that was just the most diverse ass cast. And none of it made sense how a, a black queen, a white king make an Asian prince. But OK, cool. I, I mean, love is love. We're not going to ask questions. It's a, it's a 
it's a story. It's a bedtime story. And to be honest, I love seeing diversity. So, hey, doesn't have to make sense. It just has to look good, which it did. So I'm really excited to see what the rest of the casting is going to look like. Again, they're approaching this with the same energy that they approached The Lion King, which if you don't have your tickets, if you are not ready, you are going to miss out because that is going to be amazing. Cannot wait to see The Lion King. Um, but the problem is that the, the, the internet can be such trash, like absolute garbage. And one of the ways the internet was trash this past week after the announcement of Ariel being played by Halle Bailey, um, was the hashtags that emerged and specifically the day they emerged, like. So the hashtag that came up was not my Ariel, hashtag not my Ariel, and hashtag colored, which trended on July 4th, you guys. So for everyone who was like ranting and raving about how certain people of color were sharing certain speeches by a certain Frederick Douglass about what to the Negro is is your 4th of July, this is why. Because y'all, y'all are still trash and still racist and still bigoted. Like I saw some, I saw a good portion. I'm not even going to say some. I saw a good portion of the tweets underneath that hashtag. And I was like, dude, we can do so much better. Why don't we? Why don't we just do better? So here are some of the tweets that I have found. Now, these are the co-opted tweets because, you know, People with common sense and black Twitter, we don't have any chill. And so this is a mixture of both people with common sense and black Twitter um, who came and completely co-opted the not my aerial hashtag. So Michael Harriet, who is actually a incredible writer for The Root, the website The Root, he wrote, it's hilarious that the not my aerial white people are also the why can't I wear blackface white people? Pick a side. <laughs> it's your boy jones says not your ariel this movie that most of you are heralding completely takes place in the caribbean at complete with caribbean music and characters smh foh if anything this is a correction of disney's original mistake not my ariel my ass <laughs> Y'all were like really, really feeling it. Um, Engelman says, let me get this straight. Racist white people are mad that a black girl is playing a fictional character. But it's okay to lie about true historical figures with a picture of Cleopatra, Moses, and Jesus. Mm-hmm. I keep seeing people saying, like, if they're mad about Ariel be- being, a black, um, being a black person, how are they going to feel about Jesus? Because, listen, the Bible said that Jesus hid in Egypt. Okay. You know how well you're going to stand out if you're if you're a person of European descent in Egypt. That's all I'm saying. I'm just quoting the text. Just the text. Um, Phoenix GG2 um, says Hollywood cast. Oh, Hollywood cast Charlotte Johansson as a literal Japanese woman. Everyone else, maybe she's just really fit the role. It doesn't matter what her race is. Hollywood cast Halle Bailey as Ariel for the exact same reason wait no not like that 
<laughs> Seriously, Scarlett Johansson played a literal, a literal Japanese character in, I believe it's Ghost of Ghost in the Shell, which she actually did a really good job. I saw the movie. She actually did a really good job. However, that movie, like, should that role has should have been given to a Japanese woman at the very, very, very least an Asian woman, not Scarlett Joe. And that's just that on that. Uh, I have no idea how to say your Twitter name. H-Y-P-H-Y Lil Brad says Disney cast a black actress to play Ariel. Y'all, my childhood is effing ruined. Hashtag not my Ariel. Um, a white actor or actress gets cast to be a character in a, in a, a show that was originally cast to be a person of color. Y'all, it's just acting. Everyone's so offended nowadays. Weak just week oh and i found the most amazing the most amazing tweet about this whole entire situation from a lady named hillary monahan shout out to you sis she says white people complaining that um they cast a black girl as ariel disney created 49 films from 1937 to 2009 before delivering their first black princess tiana and to be honest, she spent over half that movie being a frog. So I feel like we need to redo. Um, black girls watched an entire catalog, never seeing themselves for 70 years. You spoiled racist brats. I mean, we could we could just go ahead and give Hillary the offering. Like she said a mighty word. We could go ahead and pass the offering plate. Is there one? Is there one that wants to give their life over to not being racist spoiled brats? Because my God, whew, what a read. Um, Muffin Frantic, which I am a fan of, like now after reading this tweet, she says, as a Danish person, I have some bad news for the people who are who are angry that a black woman is playing Ariel. Danish people don't have fins either, nor do we live underwater. We can and do, however, have different ethnicities. Marry me, Melvin kind of amens on muffin magic i mean muffin frantic not muffin magic muffin frantic muffin magic where did muffin magic come from saying i am i'm danish and i'm here to spill the tea regarding not my ariel ariel is not white she is mother effing green and brown so screw you and your we want to be a realistic argument it's a effing fairy tale not a documentary (laughs) which is true which is completely true to all the racists and to all the bigots that are out there who thought that Ariel was like the Little Mermaid was going to be a documentary. It simply was not like just come out and say it. You want your Ariel to be played by a white girl. Just say that. Just say that. Don't give me the oh, well, scientifically, you know, it'd be impossible for melanin to be formed or produced by a mermaid under the water. Do you realize that you're talking about a mermaid, a creature that does not exist as in fact, probably based upon manatees or, you know, sailors who were so seasick, they started seeing things like women swimming in the water. Do you realize that? And for everyone who talks about cultures, mermaids don't have cultures. You know why? Because they're not real. Just like unicorns. They ain't got no culture. They don't. Centaurs. They ain't got no culture. Those things do not exist. They are mythological creatures created by some very creative and very bored people. She's a fish woman. This doesn't exist. This is just... 
<sighs> just for pretend. Okay? Okay. Just like I said earlier, if you're going to be racist, stand up in your racism. Meanwhile, I pray that this is not affecting Hallie in any former capacity. Like that literally all of the racist ire and bigoted ire that is spewing out on the internet from people who don't even have the guts to put their actual picture in the profile pic or their real name under the name description. Um, but they have they have a lot of balls to talk about what's happening, what's not happening. Um, y'all are trash. I she's this is a 19 year old young woman and you need to stop. You need to grow up. And I hope that when you go to apply for a job that they find these racist tweets and you don't get it. <sighs> Congratulations, Hallie. We are, we are so proud. I cannot wait. I am already putting down money on a ticket. Um, the only thing that would keep me from actually purchasing a ticket is honestly the Lord's will because I'm going. I'm going to see this. The Little Mermaid was my favorite movie when I was young. I think I was four when it came out. So, yeah, I knew all the music. I knew all the dances. I wanted to be Ariel until Pocahontas came along. And then I wanted to be Pocahontas until Mulan came along. And then I wanted to be me. So... And there ain't no princess that could play me. So, yes. Congratulations, Hallie. I hope you sing this thing down. Now let's get into the wrap-up rant. Okay, time for the wrap-up rant. Um, This one goes out to everyone who thinks they can't walk and chew gum at the same time. I'm talking about you folks who think that because one person posts about one atrocity or terrible thing that happens doesn't mean that they are either unaware or they don't care about other things. So I posted a video on July 4th of a speech by Frederick Douglass called What to the Negro or What to the Slave is July 4th. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful speech, well-written, brilliant, um, gripping speech uh, by a master orator that I can only imagine that Frederick Douglass was. Um, and so, you know, some people either, you know, you can either tap through, scroll by or completely ignore it. But some people just feel so completely entitled to come out of nowhere, out of obscurity and attempt to educate folks to try to tell them what's going on or what they should be upset about or what they shouldn't be upset about. For example, someone dropped in my DMs. Um, uh, it, all right. It's a lot that they wrote. It's a whole lot they wrote. But basically they were saying that they're, they're slaves still in Brazil. Um, there's, you know, up until 2007 or like, you know, 2013, the worst child labor was happening in Brazil. Um, Nine million Africans currently live in servitude um, in Africa. And, you know, right. I got to read this part. Uh, there are still 74 countries around the world who have slaves. America is not one of them. 1865 is when slavery stopped in America. America is home of the free because of the brave. <sighs> Notice how 
Let me stop. Let me keep reading. (laughs) The people who own slaves are long gone from America. Instead of focusing on the past, um, on the past, something that can never be changed. Let's bring awareness uh, to the world that it that there are still slaves all over the world because that's something that we can change. We should be grateful for the North fighting for freedom, not spreading hate throughout America. Uh, and someone on Twitter did the same stuff. They were saying like, oh, well, you're trying to act like Frederick Douglass was a segregationist and he actually was okay with the quote mixing of the races, which by the way, if you're still saying mixing of the races in 2019 you are part of the problem okay it's not just races mixing it's it's that they're human beings who fall in love have sex and reproduce like they're they're human beings it's not a cocktail it's not a salad if these are people like stop stop it like you sat you sound like backwoods just no just don't just don't do this so To all those people who think that, A, they are entitled to come along and tell folks like myself who, if you were paying attention a a mere week or two ago, you would have seen a photo of, no, it was like two weeks at this point. You would have seen a photo of my great, great grandmother who that actually ended up, you know, circulating around and she was a slave. She was a slave. I have a photograph of it. around the same time that I started to draw breath of a person who was a living slave here in the United States. So first of all, how the F dare you come on to my profiles and tell me how I'm supposed to feel about slavery and racism and bigotry and hatred and oppression. I could go on. How dare you? How dare you come on and tell me how I'm supposed to feel about my people's history and the fact that we've been brutalized since we got here? Like, how dare you? Secondly, how dare you think that you could tell me what, which is the better fight? Which is the better argument? Okay. Yes, there are slaves around the world. And yes, that should be, that should a hundred percent be talked about and there shouldn't be slavery there shouldn't be slavery like it just should not exist the selling of human beings is awful it's terrible it's inhumane it's wrong and it's done by people who are not people but monsters uh but at the same time honey you don't get to come on and tell me how i'm supposed to feel about the fourth of july being a person of color in this country yes i am so grateful that i live in the united states where i am free to say these things as i so please however at the same time i am also cognizant that my ancestors my mothers and my fathers and people who i will not know and people who lost their names and lost their heritage because they were treated like objects like cattle rather than like human beings we built this nation we built it on our backs with our sweat with our blood and with our deaths we built it and this nation owes a very high debt that i'm not so sure that they can pay and i'm not just talking about reparations so how dare you come on to my profile and tell me how I'm supposed to feel about what is going on? And how dare you tell me it's divisive? How is it divisive to say, hey, y'all, we need to read a history book, read a history book, do some analysis, do some soul searching as to why things are the way they are, that some people have a serious 400 year, 200 year head start 
over others. And why a lot of those policies and beliefs are still in practice today. A simple glance of history will give you a cursory look as to why we are the way we are right now. So if anything, honey, don't be coming on my social profiles and telling me how I'm supposed to believe what I'm supposed to believe and what I'm supposed to talk about when I'm supposed to talk about it. No, you go open up a history book. We, we have time to talk about what's going on with others, and we should talk about that, but not at the expense of learning from the past and honoring those who suffered through and died. So that is the wrap-up rant for the week. Uh, I have a little treat for you guys. You're about to listen to the inaugural section that I'm about to add to the end of every show because I don't want to just end with a rant. I want to end on a positive note. And so while swimming this week, um, there's this terrible stereotype that black people can't swim and black people don't swim. I am here to prove and tell you the black folks swim and we love a pool party and we have a good time. I've been to several pool parties. The majority of the folk were in the pool. And so, and a lot of us were in the deep end. And so our positive pop culture, history, good job people segment for the end of our show is going to be called Blacks in the Deep End. And so three quick things to get out of your way. Uh, congrats again to Halle Bailey for being, uh, for playing Ariel. I'm sure you're going to sing the girls down and you know, make races sick and make little black girls see themselves. And it's going to be a beautiful experience. And we're all here rooting for you and cheering you on. Uh, another young woman that we are cheering on, 15-year-old Corey Goff, who won her inaugural, not inaugural, her day at her debut Wimbledon. She won against Venus Williams. This little girl has literally grown up watching this woman play tennis, her and her sister Serena. And so it's amazing. I can only imagine the pride and and the the just the achievement one feels when the person that you've been watching and looking up to and cheering on, you get to play against that person and they're your literal hero. And you win against them. Like, how that must feel. I'm just elated for her. Just elated. Uh, finally, Spence were speaking about this, the uh, Williams sisters. Serena was honored by Wheaties. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Wheaties, but Wheaties is called the Cereal of Champions or the Breakfast of Champions. One of those. Um, and they usually feature sports heroes on the box. Their first black woman that they featured on the box happened in 20... Um, 2001, which is weird because, okay, but yes, the first black woman that they featured on the Wheaties box was Althea Gibson, another incredible, incredible tennis player who also happened to be a black woman. Serena is the second. She became the second woman to be featured on the Wheaties box here in 2019. And we applaud her for all of her incredible gifts. And we applaud all of these women for their incredible gifts to culture and society and the world. And how there's a whole group of people who now see themselves simply because these these heroines exist. Fantastic. Thank you guys for tuning in for this week's show. Thank you guys for liking, subscribing, sharing, reposting, 
letting your friends listen to it while you guys drive somewhere. Like, I appreciate you guys. Like, I have a dope, dope community. I know I say it every week. But, like, gratitude is a thing. And I believe in spreading that sucker around like butter on toast. And I appreciate, or whatever, non-dairy gluten-free whatever version you of whatever spreadable that you want to spread on something that's how i want to spread around my gratitude spread around like glitter um spread it around like love just spreading it just spreading that gratitude so thank you guys so much i don't know where i was going there but okay uh thank you guys so much for listening for engaging um if you guys have any comments concerns screams of fury and or pain you can <laughs> you can uh, write to the reclaimed blog at gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at the reclaimed. As you can see, even if you hit me up and you have something annoying or irritating to say, I won't read your name, but I, I am going to drag you down and you will know who you are. And that's fine. As long as you know, I'm not out here to embarrass folks. I'm out here to educate and entertain edutainment. Uh, let's see educate entertain entercation I don't know why I'm so silly at the end of the show but I really appreciate you guys is my point and until next week y'all